Okay, so hi, today on the show we got the intro and then a bass player joke and something about Murray. My dog is fucked and we answer some viewer questions. I nailed that again. I nailed the intro one more time. Yo, let's get fine. This week with Drew is nice. Hi. Okay, hi everybody. Welcome down to another episode of This Week with Drew for March 21st, 2019. How you doing? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? You can just fuck around. Uh, right, uh, right off the top, <clears throat> I just want to give, um, uh, let you guys know Edmonton. Y E G. Uh, all my listeners in Edmonton, buy tickets to my show on March 29th. Do you want to come to my show on March 29th? It's in Edmonton. It's at 7 p.m. and it's at the Grindstone Theater. So tickets are about halfway sold right now. I think uh, we still got some tickets left. Um, so the link to the tickets I will provide in the description of the YouTube video as well. It's in, the, uh, in my Instagram bio. So I know uh, that uh, we got Big Calm and PG of Brothers Grimm, the Brothers Grimm coming down. Shout out to my 118 homies, Comrade holding it down every day since day one of the podcast. Actually, I want to give a huge shout out to somebody that's been holding it down since literally day one of This Week with Drew, which started nine years ago in 2010. Greg Walker, man, Steve Schulte's best buddy, or I don't know what their friendship is like now, but when I met him, he was Steve. Steve Schulte's best buddy. It was a comic uh, coming up in the scene with me, and this guy supported me. He, uh, the, there was one listener to the first episode of this week with Drew. One, and it was him. And a comrade was also listening back in those days too. He was actually on the podcast. So shout out Greg Walker, bro. I told you I'm hooking you up with a whole fucking minute long shout out, bro. Greg Walker, man. He used to work for Triton Security doing videos, and now I don't know what he does, but he's got a kid, and he's a nice guy. He's handsome. I remember one time his house, I went there, and uh, and it was nice, man. He had the cool decor. Greg Walker, thank you for listening to my podcast. And Big Calm, too. You know what it is, backwards. Okay, so I plugged my Edmonton show, March 29th, the Grindstone Theater at 7 p.m., I I'm hope you're having a good week. I'm having a good week, too. I spent my weekend opening for Rich Voss, who is a stand-up comedian from New York. He's an OG motherfucker. He's been doing comedy for like 30, 35 years. So uh, all the famous guys came up under him. You know, guys like Chris Rock and uh, Louis C.K. and stuff would go on the road opening for Rich Voss back in the 80s and early 90s. Um, so it was kind of cool to open up for a legend, you know, it was kind of, you can kind of see in his eyes, you know, that, uh, <laughs> the, the train left without him, you know, he's definitely got a successful stand-up career, but when your openers were once Chris Rock and Louis C.K., you know, well, I guess Louis, not anymore, but if your openers once were guys like Chris Rock, you know, you're going to feel a little bit fucked because <laughs> he came to the Corner Comedy Club in Toronto, which is about a 30-seat venue, and uh, had trouble selling out the first show, which is all right, man. Uh, he's a straight-up comic, though, good comic. Uh, a lot of bits are definitely, you know, um, 
you know, older style comedy, you know, a lot of crowd work, what do you do for a living sort of thing, and then getting offended when the audience member answers, uh, you know, really classic misdirections about uh, being a neglectful father, husband, and, uh, you know, overall shitty person. However, Rich Voss, man, solid comic. You can't take away from uh, from what he's done and what his contributions uh, are to stand-up comedy, man. He's definitely a road dog. Uh, and those guys are still out there, man, just road-dogging it up every weekend, just coming to your town, <coughs> uh, you know, showing the video of the, the Tonight Show with Jay Leno from 2002 as <laughs> the intro clip, as the promo clip. And yeah, man, I uh, I learned a lot from Rich Voss. I learned lots about you know joke writing and the craft of joke writing, and I also learned what I don't want to do. You know what I mean? Like I I uh, I don't want to be a crotchety old fucking guy on the road who gets mad about what his openers say. Uh, you know, for his intro, because <laughs> it took me three shows to nail his intro right properly, which is fucked up. Like, what do you care, man? I'm a headliner myself too. I could give a flying fuck what the MC says about me before I get on stage. Just don't fucking burn up all the time. That's the only thing I care about. As the as like as the MC, just don't do more time than you're supposed to do. I could give a fuck what you say about me before I go on stage because I am a headliner. I am a professional headliner, and it is my job to be a good comedian. So there's nothing that an MC could say that would sink me. Otherwise, I wouldn't be a headliner, man. There's Oh, man, the fucking squaring of the fender sign is fucked up. Oh, there. That's nice and square now. Oh, buddy. That would have fucked... I got to edit this thing, too. That would have fucking pissed me off so hard if I had to deal with this, the fender sign not being square. I should change that to a logo of This Week with Drew. But I don't know, I don't, maybe I do know how, I'm not stupid, I just gotta go to Vistaprint and get a nice logo printed up and says this week with Drew. But I also think the Fender adds to the authenticity of who I am, bro. I jacked that from Axe Music, which I can say now because Axe Music isn't even a company anymore. <laughs> I stole a bunch of shit from y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> what are you gonna do, batteries, fucking pens? I took definitely guitar picks. I haven't paid for a guitar pick since I was 15. I was stealing them from Axe Music before I even worked at Axe Music. <laughs> it was so easy. You grab 10 picks and then you then you reach for change in your pocket to go pay for them and then you drop 9 of the 10 and grab a quarter and a fucking pick. <laughs> Yo, cuz I'm from the motherfucking hood, bro. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, yeah, back when I lived in Edmonton, I used to work in a music store. Uh, called Axe Music. It was kind of like the cool rock music store. Cause I've been a musician my uh, most of my life, man. As you guys know, I've been. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's how you play that song, right? Fucking Mozart, Tovin. So I've been a bass player. Oh, here comes what a transition into the bass player joke that I fucking said I was going to do. I, I want to talk about this because I'm a bass player, man, by trade now. And um, <laughs> I feel like bass players don't get no respect, man. Everybody knows and loves lead singers. Everybody knows and loves lead guitar players. Drummers, man, get a lot of respect, too. Drummers are cool, bro. Drummers get laid. Man, nobody respects the bass player. Nobody even knows who the bass players of most bands are, buddy. Like, if you, like, U2 is one of the biggest bands in the world. If Bono were to walk into a restaurant, everyone would be like, holy crap, 
That's Bono. Oh my, Bono, would you like a table? <laughs> if the fucking bass player for you two walked into a restaurant, <laughs> the hostess would look at him and be like, buddy, it's a 45 minute wait. You want us to take your phone number or what? <laughs> and the guy would, and he'd be like, but, but I'm the bass player of you too, <laughs> or whatever he sounds like. <laughs> and then they would be like, no, you're not. Like, prove it. And then he'd have to like Google himself. <laughs> but he's the bass player of you too. He's probably worth like 50 to 100 million. Actually, maybe not, but he's probably worth like 50 mil. <laughs> bass players get no respect, man. It sucks because bass isn't an exciting instrument. <laughs> is this gonna work? Oh man, this is taking too long. I wasn't even planning on doing this, but here's my bass. Okay, I wasn't even planning on doing this, but here's my bass. Alright, let me just plug it in. Is it, is it coming up? Oh man, it's working on the recording. Okay, but the thing with bass is that it's not a very entertaining, like it's not very fun to listen to. Like bass is just like. And then the most fun that a bass player ever gets is when he gets to go like this. <laughs> That's the most fun a bass player ever gets. All right, here it comes. <laughs> Fucking bass, man. <laughs> All right, fuck. That was worth it. Worth it! Okay, plug that back in, plug the piano back in like it never happened. Where the fuck? Oh, we're back! Okay, so yeah, the bass, uh, bass gets no respect, man. If you know any bass players, man, or see any, you know, help them out. Okay, shout out to Greg. Oh, I've been watching lots of Murray. <sighs> Maury Povich. Guy's been on the air for 20 years. It's a long time to be on the air. How come it, uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is racist, but all the black women on that show, always, when they get mad, they always look like they're snatching bugs out of the air. They always look like they're trying to, like, catch a mosquito, like, Murray, this motherfucker, where the buzz, 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 buzz. <laughs> they always look like they're trying to, like, stick, like a, like a frog's tongue. Snatch that out of the air. Um, Terry, my dog Terry is in his crate right here, right underneath me, and he hasn't said fuck all, all podcast, which is very surprising because I've been yelling and screaming and he hasn't said anything. Um, raising a puppy is super fucked. It's really, really hard to raise a puppy, okay? It's, um, it's a very active, it's not passive, it's a very active there's a lot of shit that you got to... There's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> you got to always be on it, man. Because you never know when uh, uh, when an instance of training is going to pop up. So you always have to be ready with a clicker and treat to distract uh, your dog from any sort of... Uh, you know, try to take this thing on a walk and he's just sniffing around, man. And it's like, buddy, can we just walk like a normal dog? Bro, man. It's so hard to teach a dog how to walk because you got to literally like teach it like how... Like what you want it to do and like... Man, it's just hard. I wish you could just matrix upload like how to be a good dog into a dog. 
That would make it so much easier. Anyways, my dog Terry, he's the little miniature schnauzer, and he's 11 weeks, And uh, but he is getting good. He just learned how to walk down the stairs outside. That took forever, man. This guy, can ju- he jumps off my couch, no problem, but doing one stair down the porch was just freaking him out. But then he could do all the rest of them. It was just the first stair. If you put him on the second stair, all the way down the rest of the stairs. But it's, <laughs> it's the first stair, that first stair, fuck up. Um, I don't have any more Bachelor uh, stuff to talk about because The Bachelor is over, thank God. I don't think I'm going to watch The Bachelor anymore, man. That was a lot of fucking brain cells that it took. But reality TV just gets you, man. It's so easy. Just because the narrative is there and it's just the same. It's like McDonald's cheeseburgers. Like every, It's just num, 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 num. Like, oh my God. It's nice, man. It's just that same hit every single time that you're expecting and that you want. Okay, uh, let's go. Let's move on to big news with Drew. Oh, do you hear that? Oh, boy. (laughs) Man, I still think that's the sickest thing I've ever written. That legitimately sounds like a fucking news thing. Okay, big news with Drew. Today on Big News with Drew, we are dealing with another... This is is actually going to be pretty funny, I hope. (laughs) Because as, as you know, I always try to like take some freaky uh, news articles that I've found. Okay, so big news with Drew. Uh, this week we got... Man who played Barney the Dinosaur. Now a tantric sex therapist. You heard it, buddy! Barney the Dinosaur... For 10 years, this guy played Barney the Dinosaur, is now a tantric sex therapist, okay? So, this guy, uh, that's quite a change in careers. This is coming from News Fix Daily, which I don't know, is this fucking real? Oh my god, am I getting fucked? Oh, I got tricked by a fake news website. <laughs> Because I was like, there's no way that's, that article is too funny to be real. And clearly it is. Is that real? Is that his name? What's his fucking name? David Joyner. Okay, I'm going to Google this guy, David Joyner, now. If I'm getting fucked by fake news, that would be so fucked. David Joyner, actor. Okay, so from 91, we're going straight into the Wikipedia page right now. David Joyner, from 91 to 01. That was my Barney watching years. It's a bald black guy, too. That's sick. Now what does he do? Barney and Friends. Television. Oh, he's on Southland. Oh, he's in Veep. Look at that guy. Yeah, he's not doing tantric sex. Oh, no, he is. Oh, buddy, we got confirmation from Vice. Those guys don't fucking lie either. Look. They got a big full-page expose. <laughs> Buddy, okay, so he. this is what I was that said in the other one. So this guy charges 350 bucks for four hours, and reportedly what he, what he does is he uh, ha- uh, uh, provides an... Wow, why are you blurring out on me like that right now, you fucking camera? Okay, so apparently what he does is he provides 
350 bucks an hour for any unblockages. What does he call it? Unblock the energy of several women. So this guy just goes in there like, <laughs> and for 350 bucks, he's a male gigolo. He's like, I love you. You love me. Come on, my little pinky. When I'm a bum bum, and I give a dog a bone. <laughs> but look at this motherfucker now. He's wearing some fucking white, like, guard, like, looking like a, uh, <laughs> cult leader guy but it's cool because he just finger bangs all day (laughs) (laughs) big news with drew man okay so wow we're already at 16 fucking a man doing a 15 minute podcast is easy i was gonna get to some viewer questions because isaac oh yo shout out to isaac tyler uh, one of my oldest homies actually in the world. Um, I've known this guy since kindergarten or grade one. Uh, still listening to my podcast. We used to play in a band together. He used to be the drummer in my first band. He did send an email question a month ago, but I just don't check the fucking this week with Drew emails because I figured nobody was emailing. Also, shout out Joel Whitford for emailing too. I'll get to your questions next week. Um, and uh, March 29th, bro, Edmonton. Grindstone Theater. Buy your tickets. They're like 20 bucks. I got Billy Breathalyzer opening up for me. It's going to be a fun time. So thanks a lot for listening to another episode of This Week with Drew. Have yourselves a very nice afternoon.